Hello, everybody, and welcome back to Houndwave, second episode of our um, quarantine series. Today, I'm Owen Holmgren, joined Taylor West, Teddy Conver, and Charlie Pope, and we will be going over our uh, 2020 post-combine NFL mock draft. Hey, guys, how's everybody doing? This is Teddy Conover's screen that you're looking at right here. We're going to show you a little presentation that Charlie and I made, um, and uh, it's going to be interesting to see how this draft ends up shaking out. So, first overall pick in the NFL draft, Charlie, you're the Bengals. Who are you taking? It's pretty obvious at this point. Um, it's I wouldn't say it's a hundred percent chance because there's been a little bit of a couple reports of the Dolphins kind of wanting to come up and take Burrow, but it's pretty much it's pretty much set that this is the first pick with his production he had in college this year, one of the best seasons, if not the best season by a quarterback all time in college football. I don't see why they wouldn't take him. Um, I saw a lot of – I like the comp of Joe Montana as much as that is really hefty. Um, you know, it, he played like that in college. Cool Joe, that's what they call him. So, he's I think a great I, I player. Think that, I I think it, yeah, I think a note that me, needs to be made with this presentation is the comparisons are, are interesting for sure, but a lot of them are best-case scenarios. Um, Obviously, yes, how, how definitely. Good, how good can You'll see be. one where I compared somebody to a, um, um MVP at this point, and you're going to maybe freak out, but – just chill it's yeah. it's 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 not i don't really think he's going to be the player i'm saying but you know it's just Regardless, a comparison um, so you know for me burrow uh, i have his jersey i'm a big fan he uh he really did have one of the greatest seasons ever by a college quarterback last year um and i think i think it's almost inevitable that he succeeds in the nfl i say almost yeah. because you know no one's ever a lock but um but his with his, a, with his, with I mean, the accuracy he had yeah. It, yeah. It's very hard to to bust when you he's, have that kind of accuracy. I think another attribute that we could have put on here was just like he's a good guy. I mean, people seem to like he's him from yeah. Ohio, uh, you know, and stuff like that. So we We're move just butt off to get where he was. Yeah, we move off to our second pick, Owen. You're the Washington Redskins, and you're taking Chase Young. Oh, yep, I'm taking Chase Young. Uh, probably the most athletic kid in the entire draft. Um, listen, I contributed nothing to these slides, so this is new for me um yeah as chope wrote chope and teddy wrote great production great speed and size and yeah he's the best prospect in the draft um athletic freak great run great great run blocker great run stuffer uh great pass rusher you know he really does it all he's yeah, probably you watch some of the games with ohio state he would just take over yeah, yeah mm -hmm. he's probably the most dominant player in the draft like you can yeah. say what you want about burrow but when chase young was in the game and you just watch him He's got another quarterback. Mm -hmm. yeah. He was insane. I think, I I think the biggest thing was that, like, you, you see, like, a couple people. Like, you see the Bosas. He was way more productive than both Bosas were at Ohio State. And that comes down to him being as polished as in it. He has the pass rush shoes that the Bosas did in college. And they he also um, was more athletic to them. And you can just tell he is. Yeah, I mean, you know, you, you say dominant, and I, I just think of Jadavion Clowney. I like the Julius Peppers comparison. Um, so Chase Way Young. more polished than Jadavion Clowney, right. even yeah. in no, college, not, than Jadavion no. Clowney is right now. That's, no, that's the difference. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so, Taylor, we, uh, we, we plugged in a trade here. The Dolphins move up to, t uh, to the Lions to number three and take Tua Tagovailoa. Where, where do you think that this could bring the Dolphins? I think, you know, at the beginning of the season, the whole narrative for the Dolphins after they lost to the Ravens by 49 points was tank for Tua, and everybody assumed they were going to go 0-16. Um, and, you know, Joe Burrow is going to end up going number one, and it's pretty inevitable at this point. But the Dolphins are still probably going to get Tua. Um, Tua is still 
a great quarterback. He has a lot of potential. He won a national championship for Alabama. Like he played the second half, did really well his last two years. Um, I really don't see a downside for Tua. He's, um, you know, lefty, which we haven't seen pretty much since Michael Vick. So um, I'm excited. Besides the injury. Yeah. That's fragile. The only thing that worries because the injury, the, the, in, the hip injury is serious, but he's looked great. Like he posted a video on Instagram of him running around and throwing. He looks fine. I, I assume he will be fine. It's just, you know, it's hard to come back from a hip injury like that. But um, it's important and like to realize that he, if he were not, um, if he didn't get hurt, he would have maybe been drafted number one. It would be a debate. Yeah, and his his accuracy is undeniable. And I mean, playing for Alabama, you know, after Jalen Hurts, um, he really was productive to a, to a new level. I think so. As we go to number four, Giants taking Isaiah Simmons out of Clemson. He's an absolute freak. You saw him both um, both last year in 2019 and the year before that. Uh, he you know kind of made that Clemson defense. He was a captain and. Um, and he's a great leader, and he's absolutely absurd. I think this comparison of uh, Roquan Smith and Jamal Adams is apt because he he can yeah can play every position. He flies all over the field. You saw him. I mean, even in the national championship game, in the beginning of the game, especially when they had a good defensive game plan to to attack LSU, he was just going everywhere. You know, getting Clyde edwards lair and getting to Joe Burrow, um, and 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 you know doing a lot of stuff. Uh, the, the Giants would really benefit from him. Um, their defense, you know, hasn't been very good the past few years. Um, and I think this could be a really beneficial pick for them. I think, yeah, no, with, with Isaiah Simmons, I put athlete as his position just because really he could play anywhere. I mean, outside of like the defensive line, honestly, he did take a bunch of snaps at pass rusher for the Clem- for Clemson last year, but he literally can play corner. He can play safety. He can play linebacker. He can play anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right. So we move to the Lions taking their pick from uh, the Dolphins at number five. Pope, Jeffrey Akuda out of Ohio State. What do you see from him? See, this is a great pick. And honestly, I wouldn't fault the Lions for just staying at three and picking him there. It wouldn't, it wouldn't, it wouldn't be a bad pick. I mean, he, he's so amazing in college. Really never got beat even in the national championship. I mean, not in the national championship. Against Clemson, against those great receivers he had, he pretty much locked him down. He's an amazing corner. Um, he's not, he doesn't have elite speed, but he flips his hips really well. Um, um, and he's amazing in man. He's amazing in zone. He really does everything. I think, I think me and Teddy came up with the comp of Darius Slay, which is I think it's a great one. Really, like and that. he will, he'll be going he'll be going to the Lions right where Darius Slay just was. And it's unfortunate that Darius Slay had to leave because of the uh, situation there. But if we they had Slay and Okuda on both opposite sides, that would be that would be serious. But they but at least they get one. Yep. Yep. All right. So Chargers, Owen taking Justin Herbert out of Oregon. How do you, uh, how do you feel about this one? I'm liking this pick, honestly. Um, Herbert's got an absolute gun on him. Um, we've seen it for the past couple of years. He's been one of the top highly touted prospects um, since his really his junior year. Um, and we saw in the, I don't remember what bowl Oregon played in. The Rose Bowl. The Rose Bowl, but he had three rushing touchdowns. So, you know, he's mobile and he can sling it. Uh, I really like the Carson Wentz comparison. Both pretty big guys. Um, they can move in the pocket and they can chuck it. Yeah. Yeah, I think I think he's just so athletic and he's got the perfect size. The only problem is, like I say, same player all college, meaning that 
Like, as a freshman, you saw him do the exact same things he was doing as a senior. Like, you really didn't see him grow too much. And another thing that people talk about is how he doesn't show up in big games, and that's that's the serious concern for a quarterback. Right. In the uh, Arizona State game, he just looked totally bewildered. But, um, you know, we'll, we'll see where that goes in the NFL. I mean, Chargers have a great roster, and if they don't decide to sign a quarterback and they want to take Justin Herbert, that could be a, could be a really good fit. All right, so we go to the Panthers with Derek Brown out of Auburn. Taylor, I'm sure you saw his athleticism all year in the SEC. He's an absurd player. Uh, what, what are your thoughts on this for the Panthers? I mean, I, I love watching SEC football. I'm a Maryland fan, and they're terrible in the Big Ten. But I think SEC football is a different breed with athletes. Um, and watching this guy, Derek Brown, who is actually pretty mobile for a defensive tackle, but is just huge. And he's, always, he's like such a great run stuffer, great pass rusher. You watched him against Alabama. It was insane. Um, and the Panthers' defense, who has lost a lot this year, um, could really benefit from this. I agree. Yeah, I mean, he, he's, he's a big guy. He, uh, I think you're right. He is actually underratedly sort of mobile. And they, the comparison You're going to see this mocked a lot to the Panthers just because yeah. they, need, they need a guy, like a really good player, and he's one of the best prospects in the draft. And if he falls to seven, that's great great value for them yeah he could he could go higher but uh but we'll see all right cardinals taking jedrick wills one of the many own linemen uh high up in this draft um he pope pope did like to say that a lot of these o-linemen are unpolished and uh wills actually especially in that lsu game was looking a little little yeah he had some he's so he's so athletic as a tackle i mean he's six five three ten i think um Great size, great athleticism. I mean, he had a great combine. He got overshadowed by Tristan Wirfs, who we'll see in a little bit. But he's a great tackle. He project, he projects to a right guard, right tackle in the NFL. But I love the Lane Johnson comp just because they're both really athletic guys uh, playing the right tackle position. I think I think he's going to be a really good tackle in the NFL. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I like that. I mean, Cardinals with an O lineman could turn into a really scary offense, like you mm-hmm. know DeAndre Hopkins, Kyler, and. Uh, yeah, and, I mean, frankly, Kenyon Drake is probably going to work out better than David Johnson, so should be all right. We move to the Jags with Devon Kinlaw. Um, you know, Owen, we saw the Jags a few years ago with their, you know, Saxonville, um, and a lot of those players are gone. That that whole great defense, Calais Campbell, Jalen Ramsey, all those boys are, are out of there. Um, so, right. Um, so, Javon Kinlaw could make a, a big, big impact in this really lackluster Jaguars roster. Yeah, as we talked about in our podcast the other day, uh, the Jaguars lost just about everybody you can lose other than Gardner Minshew. Um, it might be someone you can lose. I mean, yeah. Yeah, and, and you know, Kinlaw, Kinlaw is a great fit. I think the comparison for Leonard Williams is perfect. Um, he's big. He's athletic. Gets the job done. Yeah. He's just That's massive. He's yeah. just, so if you see him play for South Carolina, he – like he single-handedly keeps Carolina in the games against those Georgias, yeah. Alabamas, LSU's. When they beat, I mean, he when just they beat Georgia is insane. Prom, yeah, prom he just totally, yeah. he destroys those interior uh, offensive linemen in the SEC who are all NFL players, and like he makes them look like they're high schoolers. It's it's insane to watch. So we move to the Browns with uh, Mackay Beckton out of Louisville. I remember watching him first game of this year. They played against Notre Dame. Um, and, and Becton was really doing some good work on the, uh, the Notre Dame defensive line. 
honestly, you know, if Baker Mayfield gets some time, I mean, I, I don't know how bad he is. Owen's not a big fan of him, but uh, and, and I don't think anyone's really a big fan of him. But regardless, if he I think that's time, partially because Owen drafted him in like the third round of fantasy last year. Yeah, very, very true. But uh, but regardless, and you know, if he has some some time, he still has Odell and Jarvis Landry uh, and David Njoku coming back. Um, you know, that could that could be really powerful and Austin Hooper now as well. So um, again, unpolished. I actually agree with that. He's pretty, he's, yeah, he is pretty massive. Um, he's like, he's a massive person. person. He's um, he, he could six, do, seven, three fifty. I mean, with the Calais Campbell's of the world and, and mm-hmm. stuff like that. Um, and he's, he's very talented, but he really is unpolished. Like I don't love him going so early, but it's going to happen just because of the upside he has at six, seven, 350 great athleticism but like he's just he really gets shown like people can get around him get by him his foot his feet are not too fast like he has a lot to work on but if he gets there he's going to be one of the best tackles in the nfl all right true all right jets another o-lineman tristan Wirfs. i, I took the comparison here to brian balaga the uh packers o-lineman um who i think is still on the packers and uh you know he's on the lions now right right actually. Um, and the Jets, you know, uh, Sam Darnold has had no protection uh, his first two years in the league, pretty much. And um, Worfs out of Iowa, when Iowa was playing well, it was pretty much all because they were running the ball and Worfs was, was going crazy. Um, you said he can play anywhere. I mean, that's probably true. I he think really he, can. I think he played I mean, over three positions he, this year alone. Yeah, he, um, he can play guard. both guards. He can play both tackles. Yeah, it's it's really an asset to have in the NFL with so many. And and another big thing that I put here is he's a he's a four year starter at Iowa, and that's like Iowa and Wisconsin I think are like the big, the oh, big wow. schools for um, alignment and to start four years. I think that that shows how much of an athlete he is. And I said like most athletic alignment ever. Yeah. He ran like a four eight at the combine. Like his, oh yeah. His, yeah. His combine, like, combine. rose him so much in the, in the yeah. Um, his his broad jump was like ten feet. Like he looked like a cornerback. Literally, it was it was ridiculous. Yeah. All right. So next, Taylor, your boy Jerry Judy coming out of Bama. What do you think about him at the Raiders? I love the Bama wide receivers. Um, the Raiders obviously need wide receivers. That's like such a big position for them. They have Hunter Renfro. And they have guys like Tyrell Williams, I think it is, um, who are, are, like, fine. They're not wide receiver one type. But Jerry Judy really has the potential to be like Tyree Kill. Um, he has that speed. He could really be that good. I don't know about Tyree Kill. Yeah, no. I don't know about Tyree Kill. Tyree Kill He doesn't have Tyree Kill speed, but he has, he has speed. He doesn't have Tyree Kill speed. I think the biggest thing, like Mel Kuyper and all those, those top-tier um, – kind of guys they they basically said that of all the film they've watched in the last about 15 years he's the best route runner they have ever seen and that and like he he's after the catch he makes people miss he just gets open it doesn't matter how fast he is like he's got great speed but it doesn't matter how good of a corner is he gets he gets he just gets open there's no other way to explain it yeah i mean those bama receivers were so special um and and you're gonna see them really flourish in the NFL, I think, especially Judy. So next we got another receiver coming up to the Niners who uh, got this pick from the Colts because of the DeForest Buckner trade. Owen, your thoughts on CeeDee Lamb with Jimmy Garoppolo? Oh, with Jimmy, I didn't realize. Um, yeah, no, I think I think this wide receiver class this year is one of the best we've seen in 
recent memory for sure. Um, especially these two right here. Um, CD Lamb is just another, I mean, CD Lamb and Jerry Judy, in my mind, are pretty similar receivers. They're both super fast and they can both get open. Um, and CD, I don't know. CD, I like the DeAndre Hopkins comparison. You can also go up and get it. Um, yeah, I mean, he, he, all, he, he did have some very good quarterback play while yeah. in college. Um, which yeah, I mean, but there's, that's no excuse. He, the no, production no, no, no. obviously was there. Um, but the, the, his biggest two things are his, his contested catch. He's DeAndre Hopkins in that way. He and might break tackles. Like I mean, I I've heard some people say he could be. Even oh better. yeah, no, uh, yeah, they're they're a, they're one A and one B in this yeah. draft class. And there's a play I can't remember who it was against. It might have been Texas. He caught a ball like thirty down, yards down the field, and there was five guys in a circle around him, and he like juke two of them, ran through one of them, and scored a touchdown. It was one of the most insane plays I've ever seen. So he's a he he can break tackles like a running back most. All right, uh, Andrew Thomas coming out of Georgia. He was really good uh, for Georgia for, for a while with Jake Fromm, um, most polished offensive lineman, uh, and, and Trent Williams, I think. We had, uh, we had the offensive lineman comparisons can be difficult, but this one was actually pretty simple. Um, I was going to write this in, and Pope had already written it in, but Trent Williams uh, for the Redskins, obviously for so many years, uh, great player. And Thomas protecting Jake Fromm uh, in the SEC, it's just not that easy against, you know, probably close to pro-level defensive linemen. Um, he's, he's really – I think he's going to translate. Is that – Sorry. All good, Owen. Sorry yeah, no. With uh, Andrew Thomas, if I could say something about him. He's he's hands down my favorite tackle in the class. He started all three years at um, Georgia. <laughs> sorry, sorry. Um, no, you're good. And he's so polished. Like out out of all of them, like other tackles, they're really athletic, but they're not as polished. This guy is gonna be good. Like I'm, I, he's gonna be good. He he, very little chance of a bust. The other yeah. guys could bust just because they're not as polished, and if they don't work their butt off to get um, more of good better blockers than this guy's already a good blocker. He can already be a consistent starter in the NFL. And that's why I love that. Him. Could be great I mean, he might be, he might be the top, you know, O lineman taken if he's, you know, if, if people want some safety, regardless, Taylor, look at the comparison here. This is what we, yeah. Were yeah. Sorry. I, I, I did get him a little confused. Um, I, I remember I, I've watched some videos recently on like Henry Ruggs speed and how like on, some of the interceptions that Tua threw, he would just run down the field. Even though he was 20 yards behind him, he'd still catch up to the guy. And even when you watch any of the games, it's so evident his speed. He can just run straight by a corner. He can, he's, a, he's a good route runner. Um, and, you know, it just screams Tyreek Hill. Yeah, I mean, we, we saw so many big Alabama games this year. And Henry Ruggs, Judy, and Devontae Smith would just toast people. And, you know, they get stop and go routes. And, and I don't think Ruggs is quite as good of a route runner as Judy. But um, – Because but, no one is. Oh, but that's yeah, the thing that's good. important. He, um, and, he's and got great so speed bad. and people think – yeah, people like underrate his hands and his route running. But just because he has such speed, but he's really an all-rounder. He's really good. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I mean, we saw Judy drop some balls in big games. So, you know. Yeah, he had some dropping up. problems this year. Yeah. But Ruggs – I don't think Ruggs was quite as bad. All right. Falcons taking C.J. Henderson. I uh, I changed the comparison here. I like Carlos Rogers. 
He uh, he was former cornerback for the Niners, made a bunch of Pro Bowls. Henderson was really good. Um, he's he's actually it says great in man, but he's he's pretty good in zone as well. Um, and playing for Florida, you know, not easy competition that he had. Uh, small guy, but he can he can really fly. And uh, the the Falcons with you know a better defense um, could be could be really good. I mean. You know, you lose. Desmond. Took off my favorite comp of the entire draft, Ted. Yeah. yeah. So, Reedy know. Williams was was honestly perfect to me. I mean, his speed and skinny. He's skinny. He's not. He's not. He doesn't have a full frame yet. He's lo- very long with his speed, like th- four three eight speed. Really great. Has some height to him. He's about six two six three. So, and then in that SEC, I mean, there's nothing. There's not much more you can say. Yeah. All right, Xavier McKinney uh, from. The Alabama going to the Cowboys. Uh, he, you know, Derwin James. I think that's a great comparison. We saw him in a lot of big games. He, um, he's kind of a freak. He's really fast and can fly all around the field. Um, Cowboys, after losing Byron Jones, could definitely use someone in the secondary. Move to the Dolphins, getting Josh Jones, Pope. Uh, you know, he he's he's more polished than anybody except for Andrew Thomas, you know. He didn't play in like a, at a really um, high-powered school. He played at Houston, but he started all four years. A big thing that helped his stock was actually the senior bowl. He went, and he was pretty dominant. He really didn't let anybody go by him. And I actually – I've grown to like this Jason Peters um, comp a lot more as I look at it just because, um, you know, he's just he's just a good blocker. He's not the most athletic player out there, but he's he's good at – he's big, he's he's strong. He can um, – he just blocks when he needs to block. And that's all, that's all you, you got to do. Yep. Mm-hmm. All right, Christian Fulton out of uh, LSU. Taylor, what can the Raiders do with another corner? I mean, Raiders defense, um, you know, uh, Mike Mayock has done a lot to kind of build that tr- – attempt to build the defense. It wasn't quite there last year, but um, – Max I, Crosby was kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah. I mean, mm-hmm. they had a really good draft last year, getting guys like Max Crosby, Josh Jacobs. Um, and I think – Imagine be- if they had Josh Allen instead of Clint Farrell. And who wow. – And who? someone – they drafted someone that isn't playing, right? Uh, Jonathan Abrams. Yeah, he's yeah. Yeah. this upcoming yeah. year. So. Yeah. yeah, but like the pick, um, add a good corner to their team. Yeah. Didn't right. get beat too much in the SEC. He was, he was really consistent. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> Owen Holmgren. This is this is, oh, this is, this is good. We're going to trade up from 20, I think it was 26 or something, to 20, and they're going to take Jordan Love. Any thoughts? Um, Here's I think this is the comparison that Chope was talking about earlier. Um, That's a little screaming. It's it's, it's in no way, in no way I am I saying he's it's just play style is similar. I'm just saying play style is in the arm, the athleticism he has, the way he played in college in the system. I think he's a very he's a he looks very similar as a college player. He didn't have the production because he really didn't have any um, talent around him at Utah State. Like his junior year was amazing. But his um, this year he just struggled due to his the talent around. He had no NFL players on his offense outside of him. Oh, and as a Patriots fan, would you be satisfied with this? Yeah, as far as the fit for the Pats, um, I'm not really sure about this one because from what I've seen so far this offseason, it looks like for now at least they like Stidham and they want to roll with Stidham. Um, just judging by the moves they've made this offseason, but also that acquiring Brian Hoyer might mean they want to draft a young quarterback. 
um, and maybe have him, I don't know, Stidham battle it out. Yeah. And I think if they were to do that, Jordan Love uh, would be the guy. Um, I've seen them trade up for um, Justin Herbert in some mocks. I don't think that'll happen. I think if they do draft yeah, they're, they're going to have to go. Jordan they're Love. not going to be able to go up high Yeah, they're not going to be able to. Uh, so if they were to draft a quarterback, I think it would be Jordan Love. Um, would I be satisfied? <laughs> I'm not really sure. You know, I haven't. You know, you never know with a quarterback in the first round. It's, yeah, it's, I, especially yeah. this late. Um, never really. I haven't watched a ton of Jordan Love film. Um, he's he's pretty athletic. He's a pretty athletic guy. Um, but as far as fit for the Patriots, I just don't know if that's the direction that they want to want to go in right now. Yeah. Um, All right. So next we got Justin Jefferson out of LSU and this pick is easy. I think uh, the Eagles take him pretty much everywhere you look. He uh, he's super good. He's he might be a little worse than Jamar Chase actually, the other LSU receiver. Oh, definitely. Uh, Jamar Chase is definitely Chase can't come out until next year. Um, and Justin Jefferson is a beast. I mean, you saw him towards the end of the year. It just absolutely torched the best defenses in the country. Um, and he's a big guy. He can really, he can really move. I actually, Tyler Boyd is, is an underrated NFL receiver. And I like this yeah. compare a lot. Yeah. yeah. I, a I, I just think, you know, he's, a, he's great in the slot. He played in the slot a lot. He has, no one thought he would get, he'd be that fast the combine, but he really ran pretty fast. And he was almost four, four flat. But the only worry people have been saying is, you know, he hasn't been able to really break uh, press coverage just because in the slot you're not really pressed at all. And he's kind of had a limited route tree there just due to him being in the slot all the time. So we'll see. I, I, I believe he can do it in the NFL, but we just got to see him do it. Yep. All right. Mims was a big senior bowl guy out of Baylor. He, uh, he played a great um, Big 12 championship game as well. Uh, for Baylor and you know for the Vikings after losing Stephon Diggs to the Bills this could be a really great pick to pair him with Adam Thielen um, I think Kirk Cousins you know played a little bit better last year especially in October and November um, and you know Mims could help him out uh, they, they got to the NFC, uh, NFC divisional round and you know maybe this is the step to get them past that it could be pretty interesting all right now one of my favorite players in this draft Grant Delpit Pope doesn't think he's that good but I'm a big fan of him um, I never said that he uh he's 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 really good to me he looked like an nfl safety while in college um the definitely, earl, definitely the earl thomas comparison is pretty good uh he, he does actually have tackling issues that's true he played um he played his junior year really well and and was a leader of the team his senior year but i i wouldn't say like played as well his junior year so he broke his collarbone at the end of his junior year and a lot of people think that's the reason why he didn't tackle as well he kind of looked like he held up a lot. He's so talented. He's so rangy. I put Earl Thomas in there more for the coverage. He's yeah. definitely, he's not even close to the tackle that Earl Thomas is coming into college, but he's so talented. Um, he has the, has the upside of Earl Thomas, but I, I mean, he's got to be able to tackle at safety. You have to. Yeah. Able. What was your little face there? I don't know. I, I, in, in last season, I saw a couple signs of Earl Thomas, you know, tackling, uh, he had some tackling issues, but you know, <laughs> Uh, Maybe not for the Seahawks, but regardless, t- 24, the Saints taking Kenneth Murray out of Oklahoma. He, yeah. uh, he's, he's a freak. I mean, you, you saw him. The Ravens were kind of interested in him, but Quan Alexander, um, you saw Quan made a, made a big impact for the uh, Niners this year. Um, when he was out, their defense was not playing as well. And when he came back in the NFC Championship, he, they, they played really well. Um, 
he can fly around the field and, and Murray, especially, you know, in the big 12, you don't typically think of a lot of defense, but he, um, he, he was pretty good. I think he liked to rush the passer, even though he's an inside line. Yeah, he's, he's definitely a good pass rusher. Yep. He could cover tight ends and stuff like that. And, um, and he's, he's probably going to be a pretty good NFL linebacker, I think. Mm-hmm. AJ Epinesa, Pope, I know you're a big fan of him going to the Vikings. Yeah, I mean, I wouldn't say I'm a big fan. He, had re- he was really good in college. He's, he was some, he's so strong and um, talented. He's just, he uses his hands so well, and he just throws linemen at the Big Ten, and Big Ten's no slouch. Yeah. Um, he was projected like a top ten pick. Like He was up there, really up there. Looked at his hands down, the, be- the second-best pass rusher in the draft. And, you know, he really fell because of his combine. He ran five, a 5.01 40-yard dash, which me- basically means he can't, he can't really edge rush like, like we thought he was. He's more of a 3-4 guy or, or maybe a 4-3 D end. So we don't, we don't really know. I mean, we'll have to see. Uh, it's unfortunate he didn't get to run his pro day because a lot of people thought he would get a little bit faster there. But I think the tr- Trey Flowers comp is good. Um, you know, he's a good Trey, Trey Flowers is very fast, but, I mean, he's mm-hmm. a beast. So, I mean, you know, speed, speed can be a little overrated for DN. Sometimes speed rushers are good. But we move to 26, another DN. Uh, this is really the opposite. Yeah, know, he's I mean, fast. I mean – Very like, fast, very yeah. athletic. Didn't I actually have too much Trey. production. Mm-hmm. Um, it's great for the Dolphins. Get a young guy, really athletic, really talented, just needs to work on better – work bet, work more on his pass rush, and they have time. You know, they're yeah, not going to – I think Brian Flores – Brian Flores could could definitely turn Chase on to a big you know big uh, asset for the Dolphins. And I love the Dante Fowler um, comp. I, I a lot of people have him going to the Falcons, and the Falcons signed Dante Fowler. Yeah. Uh, they're both really athletic guys. Dante Fowler hasn't become a f- has fully polished so y- yet, but you know Fowler, you can see his upside though. Like when he first mm-hmm. went to the Rams, he was really good. Twenty seven, yeah. we got Yatur going out of Penn State. Um, and Carlos Dunlap comparison. Um, I mean, the Seahawks, Hope and I were talking about this. You don't really know what the Seahawks need. Like Taylor might say they need some O-linemen for Russell Wilson. Owen might say they need some D, you know, D end. Um, and, and both are corner. I mean, they, you never know what the Seahawks are going to do in the draft. They could trade back. I mean, you never know. Got Russell Wilson in the third round. So yeah, but you I like that pick there. Ravens taking Patrick queen out of LSU queen and Murray are both, you know, Pretty similar there. Pope said this earlier, sort of 1A, 1B type guys. Taylor, where do you see Patrick Queen going into this defense? I mean, the Ravens last year was really the Ravens' first year without a, a all-pro or a pro bowl type middle, of middle linebacker. Yep. Um, and it was, it was interesting to see, but it was kind of our one gap because we had guys like Bynes and Wasso who were like, okay, um, Bynes did a good job on his role. Wasso, not so much. Um, but I think Patrick Queen will be a guy like like a Devin White who like shined his rookie year, who will be very good and very quick. I think he'll be um, this this first year. He'll be impact right away. Yeah, I mean, good coverage and uh, and very fast. And, yeah, he could. He could I think have- the the one worry with him is that he only did start at LSU one year because of Devin White starting above him. Right. Um, you know it. it he started in the in LSU and won a national championship. So there's not too much of a worry, but you know, when you only start one year, it's kind of how, how long. A lot of LSU before. in this first round. Yeah, I mean, it's yeah. obviously next pick. We got Austin Jackson out of USC going to the Titans. This is all you, Ted. Oh, yeah. yeah. So uh, so he 
guarded for I think um, Sam Darnold all the way back then, uh, and he's I think he was he's a senior now. He has had a lot of experience. Um, you know, Pac-12 is, uh, but um, but he could really fit in well with the Titans. You know, power blocking for Derrick Henry and uh, and the DJ Humphreys comparison I like. Um, you know, nothing nothing else really to say on that yeah. matter. T. Higgins coming up next. Now, T. T's an interesting guy because I think he's got a lot of upside. Owen, you know, again, Owen might say he's going to be a bust, um, which he could be. I, like I've heard people say he might he might be a little bust. But you know, with Trevor Lawrence, with an NFL style offense, um, I like T. Higgins here. Taylor, what can Aaron Rodgers do with this kind of receiver? Um, well, I think it's a good guy to have, like next to Devontae Parker, who Adams. Adams. Devontae Adams. God. Um, but I think it's just another weapon that Aaron Rodgers can have. Um, their offense has certainly taken a couple hits uh, with wide receiver. Um, Jordan Nelson's not there anymore. Um, Jimmy Graham not as good as he used to be. Um, and he's gone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's on that. Yeah, I think this is a great pick for the uh, Packers. Uh, Aaron Rodgers, whatever you want to say, he's still a great quarterback. And T. Higgins, um, he's one of those guys where. You know, he's not going to be able to really – like, he's not an amazing route runner. He's not too fast. He's a really big guy. And it's going to depend on where he really gets drafted to his success, you know. I think his counterpart, <laughs> Justin Ross, could be a guy, really good next year. Yeah, a guy like Aaron Rodgers who you know can put the ball wherever he wants to. It's it's per, it's. I think it's a perfect place for T. Higgins to go. Yeah, um, Devontae Parker, I thought was an interesting comp. I also – I didn't want to give him too high of a comp just because – you know, he's a late first round pick, but an AJ Green might be interesting. I really like that as well. Yeah. Um, regardless, we go 31 where we had the Packers just trading up and getting back to back picks. Pope, how, how realistic do you think that this happens? I mean, the Packers need uh, um, an inside linebacker. They lost, um, they lost Blake Martinez, uh, who was pretty good for them, had a lot of tackles, not great in coverage, but Zach Baum is so talented, um, not highly recruited. Came to Wisconsin, balled out. I mean, he had 10-plus sacks. Uh, he can play outside linebacker. He can play inside linebacker. He said for PFF, he had a 90 um, um, coverage grade, and he had a 91 pass rush grade. So he really can do everything. Um, I wouldn't be a, a pick for the Ravens here. He could he could go to the Ravens. These these three inside linebackers that we have here are, are all kind of interchangeable. You could really say which, with whoever goes first. Goes Murray, first Queen, and yeah. Baum, yeah. Yeah. Pretty interesting. And then uh, Taylor, you know, an obvious need for the Chiefs. I feel like it's been a while that they've needed one of these at a corner. What do you think that Gladney could provide to that defense? I mean, they, they really have needed a corner. And they've had guys like um, Kendall Fuller, um, Rashad Breland. Who are And I, I think Gladly Gladney may provide like that good corner, but I don't know. He could be a bust. It's a lot of big twelve, but uh, he's not. he's really talented. He's yeah. he's scrappy. That's like the biggest word I think I'd say about him. He's five ten. He's a little short, but he plays big. He's almost like a um Brent Grimes kind of player or Jair Alexander. Um small but plays big, strong, um, scrappy. And just um, you know, he's he's gonna he's not gonna let you catch the ball with very easily. He's gonna be in your face about it. Yeah. So that that concludes this first round. Um, gladly, seems like uh, the the NFL is gonna try to put the draft on the twenty fourth and twenty fifth of April. I think probably remotely somehow. Um, and it's gonna be interesting to see how this uh, how this 
mock draft measures up, there's obviously going to be maybe a few more free agency signings that will shake this up, but um, we will, uh, we will be back soon. And uh, thank you guys for watching. See you around.